Hey everybody, you're listening to the High Sessions Hoy Podcast, where we talk about everything local and beyond. I'm John Yamasato, your host, and joining me today is Mr. Kyle Shimabukuro. How's it? Devin Nakoba. Howdy! Before we begin, let me remind our listeners of all the ways they can stay in touch with the show. Those are Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at High Sessions. You can go to SoundCloud, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts to listen to the podcast. And finally, you can email us at highsessions.yahoo.com. <coughs> I keep forgetting, I'm, we got to get on Spotify, but I forgetting to sign us up for that uh if you'd like to help the show get more music on the channel go to patreon.com and donate uh they get more involved with the show of course we have a new patron oh. momi oh all right momi. thank, thank you. you very much for becoming a patron um, by the way the thank thank you to them also because they made us like number what five number six? Oh yeah i don't remember on that on that top yeah. whatever yeah we had top we 50 were, we were on a top 15 podcast on the west coast or something like yeah that. yeah how, how do we do that i have no idea yeah i didn't even imagine if we tried we yeah yeah <laughs> okay. but thank you very much by the way yeah for, i really appreciate you guys uh, giving listening and supporting that was, yeah, yeah that was an honor that was cool yeah. thank you even though we have no idea who voted for it it could have been <laughs> one dude sitting in his basement going you know what i think i'm gonna compile a list <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, visit Kupu Kupu Landscaping, Landscape Architects. Call Kevin Yokomura, 808-722-8685 for a free estimate. Or go to kupukupulandscaping.com. Jamon, you may want to use their services one day as well. They're good. Uh, thank you to Fort Ruger Market. Still working on my plate A, but pretty soon, Kyle, we'll be back with the Poke Bowl, right? Yeah, I don't know even know why you stopped eating fish. Because I eat more fish than you. and if <laughs> you're, His mercury levels were up crazy. Yeah, but that doesn't mean yours is up. You know, you just... I know. Look at him. He's skinnier than you, but guarantee. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Although he has more of it to but go the only way, the only way to solve this is if you get the test. Yeah. You know? no, I tried calling my doctor, but um, it's... Yeah. Now, nowadays, it's so hard unless you just walk into urgent care. Yeah. To get yeah, that's one. all you need. Uh, walk into urgent care. Yeah. Could I get a mercury yeah, test? Yeah, so <laughs> like, that feels weird. Yeah, so I just... I'm yeah. just like, yeah, you know, I'll just do it. I I'm took a mercury test for my last checkup because oh, okay. John was worried about eating too much fish. Mm-hmm. So I said, oh, I'm going to take a mercury test and I tested super high. He, he <laughs> so, failed the so test he <laughs> miserably. stay off fish for like a month and retest. So when I told John that, without him testing, he got scared and he stopped fish for a month <laughs> too. <laughs> yeah, what so kind I of testing did he do? Is it just blood? Yeah, yeah just blood. blood. Just blood. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You can find Devin, Kumu94.7. You can find Kyle at highlifeclothing.com. And now to our... New shirts, by the way. Oh, this, yeah, that is a High Life shirt. That, oh, thank you uh, for wearing it. Devin mm-hmm. is wearing. Yeah. I yeah. wore it specially for today. It's comfortable, huh? It's super comfortable. Yeah. It is. The only yeah, thing is I have to wear an undershirt. Because yeah, if you get cold, so, then the people yeah. are not going to know you're cold, yeah? People <laughs> definitely will not. <laughs> people know that I'm not cold. That's oh, yeah, yeah. The shirt just kind of... It looks like a dry fit. Is that dry fit? Yeah, yeah. dry fit. Yeah, it's really, it's really, really good. They like got golf polo. Mm. Yeah. yeah, but they have uh, a lot of shirts that have this material as well. So yeah. Yeah. go buy, go buy, go. Yeah, mm. go to highlifeclothing.com. And you just had your, uh, I bought a Kansas City Chiefs High Life shirt to support the mm. Kansas City oh, Chiefs this coming oh. Super Bowl. And like I said, even I'm though like, he doesn't really care. Yeah. I don't really care. <clears throat> but uh, I told everybody, you know, I kind of covered both because people, I'm supporting Kansas City Chiefs, but so that's good it wasn't a kansas city's chief shirt it was called arrowhead oh arrowhead oh okay sorry (laughs) (laughs) but then uh oh yeah because yeah okay got it it's an arrowhead shirt we don't want to get him in trouble for special sunday that's right for for a special (laughs) sunday that's right but uh the team that i usually pick typically loses so you know for the niners fans that's a feather in your cap i'm going niners niners Niners? yeah i think all of hawaii is going yeah pretty much john no, yeah, not no. all of Hawaii. Oh, yeah. You got your Mahomes fans. Taylor Swift fans. Taylor Swift fans. Yeah. yeah. Do you know how much the, she generated for the KC Chiefs? Kansas I, City Chiefs in I five heard. months? It was like $331 million. But how did they figure that, that out, though, the metrics? I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the, the, the sales, sales of, of jerseys. Yeah. They started putting out stuff with her on it. Well, that's why, like, so, even um, Shohei Maybe Travis Kelsey, Kelsey his, his number one. It's a good it's business so, plan yeah, for yeah. Kansas City it's Chiefs. It's so crazy, yeah. right? Uh-huh. But, but well, well, well let, me, let me hold on. Let me introduce our guest here. <laughs> we're just jumping into it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, our guest today is Mr. Jamon Soon. He is a realtor with Coldwell Banker, and we actually met there in real estate. 
But also as a business owner, he has a J4 Removal, mm-hmm. which is a company that will come and remove stuff. J4 Obviously. Removal makes sense, right? <laughs> and also Blue Belt Jiu-Jitsu practitioner. So I thought he's a super interesting guy. He's like uh, one of the young up-and-coming stars in, in the business world, I guess. So Thank I you, thought man. it'd be fun to have him on the podcast. So Thank you for having me. Yeah. Yeah, but even... Okay, so getting back to this Taylor Swift thing. <laughs> <laughs> so even like they pay, they're paying Shohei Otani like seven hundred million dollars or something for the Dodgers, right? Yeah. But yeah. Just from just, uh, like merch alone, they're gonna make. Oh yeah. So, like it, stupid it's, money. Dodgers is all sold out for the whole season already. Yeah. yeah. But for so. Shohei, if you're buying a Shohei jersey, you probably like baseball or him. Yeah. If you buy a nope. Kelsey jersey, you probably might just like Taylor Swift. Yeah. That's, oh, that's true. No, dude. Mm-hmm. My mom likes Shohei Otani. My mom has. Never watched football. Uh, yeah, baseball but your in mom is not gonna buy a Kelsey jersey because of Kelsey, uh, because of Kelsey. She's gonna buy it if she likes Taylor Swift. So yeah, possibly, it's, yeah. So you know what I mean. It's not like the that the Taylor effect. The mean. Taylor effect. Mm. It's kind of nuts. It mm. is kind of nuts. But uh, anyway, anyway. So so the whole the whole thing is, she's moving merch. Oh yeah, but big time. Major, yeah. yeah, big time. Okay, so um, so Jamal, the first thing I want to get to because this is the most exciting part, I'm sure, for Kyle, <laughs> is uh, is your is your removal company. Okay, what because does J four stand for? So J four before the revision in 2020 on the purchase contract in real estate stood for the removal of your items from the property. So that's when I met John when I was at locations, um, and I kind of seen it. and I kind of stick to me, you know, like the people in the industry know. Now, like, it's like J4. Okay, I see what you did there. You yeah. know? And then it changed. And then it changed to J8. <laughs> Wait, what? It, yeah. It, oh. A purchase contract changed to J8 now. So, But it oh. doesn't sound as catchy. Anymore. Yeah, no, it's not <laughs> nowhere near. Wait. So I kept J4. Why, what's J4 mean? In the- so in the, in the contract, in the real estate contract, there's certain sections. There's A, a through S or R or something. In every section, there's like J1, J2, J3, and it talks about different things okay. in the contract. So what he's saying is in the contract, J4 used to stand for the, the part that says you have to remove all your stuff from the property before closing. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So there's a play on that. That's a genius name. Yeah, yeah. So now it's J8, but like I said, it doesn't sound as catchy. <laughs> what, is, <laughs> what is J8 in a contract though? So now J8 is the removal. removal. Yeah. So they switched the letters. That's why you changed. They're always I mean, re- the numbers, revising that's why you and stuff. No, it was no, no, J4. It was J4 yeah, before. Now yeah. it's J8. Yeah. So you... But so you didn't switch a company name. It's still no, J4. no, no. I kept it. Yeah, because yeah. my name is Jamone too, right? So it starts with a J. Yeah. So they're like yeah. Jamone for removal or something. You know, it kind of sounds a little okay, a lot better. Got it. Than, got it. Yeah. yeah, you can do a bunch of play on words with that thing. Yeah. So, yeah wait, because yeah. this is actually, I mean, it it dovetails really nicely with what you do already for your other job, right? Mm-hmm. So did that just sort of come to you? When hey, I got all this crap sitting around in this house and I got to get rid of them anyway. Maybe I should make a company that does yeah. this. Oh, just being in real estate, you know, because having that connections and stuff and yeah. like, everybody needs it, right? You need yeah. to yeah. remove yeah. the item. So I was like, let me kind of stamp on this, yeah. you know. Because like what did, I mean, what did people do before? John? I mean, there, there are... Because he's young, com- so... Yeah, there's, no, mean, there's other companies. There's, other companies there's like 1-800 oh, yeah. yeah. got... That's a franchise. Yeah, that's a franchise one. But then, um, how do you stay competitive? Um, you know, it's it's that's kind of tough. You know, to stay competitive, especially not knowing everybody kind of has the same rough amount of prices. What you price per truck, kind of thing, and there's different things that go into a quote, right? Accessibility, material, the labor, you know, the dumping fees and everything. But staying competitive with everybody else is just coming off the top a little bit, you know, yeah. from what the but other prices are. I, th- I think, too, like, uh, as someone who's utilized their services a lot over mm-hmm. the years, you know, the other companies, I won't say which ones, but, you know, the more franchise ones, mm-hmm. you know, they have a big turnover rate. Yeah. And what so, do you mean like, turnover rate? Like, Always every, a new every, employee. Time you, every time you call them, yeah. it's a different crew that's yeah. showing up. You, you're never getting oh, the same guys. Mm-hmm. And so, at least when I call Jamona, like, I know Jamona's coming. So oh. if we oh, so you do it yourself, like yeah. you don't I run lead too on it, yeah. Oh, so wow. I have guys that work with me, but I run lead on everything. Wow, yeah. wow, man, that's a workout every time you go. It is, yeah. You know, <laughs> so how do you have time to yeah. sell houses, dude? Well, I kind of I pulled back a little bit because this took off a lot more. Yeah. I mean, I'm still licensed and active, but I don't do as much. You know, hit huh. them with kids yet. 
Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> but that's why I stay busy all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, so um, so Kyle was like, we're driving in t- today to the podcast, and he goes, no, I was thinking, like, what am I going to talk to this guy Jamon about? But he's like, you know what? This guy might have my dream job. Because <laughs> huh? Kyle, Kyle likes to go, like, uh, searching. I like, um, to, I, yeah, like, I like to find repurposed and kind of, like, collect stuff. Oh, then this job is for you. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> I, I can just hop in shotgun and go, well, I'll take that one right there. <laughs> you, can, you know, you can come over on one of the um, big jobs that we do, like, when we do clean outs. Yeah. Big jobs, right? Like, how, um, say, people get in their wheel or whatever, like, their brother died and yeah. they get the house. They, like, sell it, right? But they have to get rid of everything, so they call us up. You know, just get rid of everything. They take what right. they want, what they see, right, 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 kind right. of thing, and then we get in there and clean it out. So, what do you do with the treasures you find, though? Well, I keep some, I sell some, I give some away. What was the most memorable thing you found that somebody considered a junk to throw away and you kept? Well, they probably left it, but there's times I found like gold, silver, what? old jewelry, guns. Really? Oh, guns. Remember yeah. the guns? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're like, I don't want to keep this, but yeah, uh, yeah. I remember you. I, so I turned it to the realtor yeah. you know, that hired me, and then yeah. it turns out the owners, they're anti-gun, so they gave it to the realtor too. You know, they're oh. like, oh, can I have it? Because the husband, you know, her yeah. husband wanted it. And so I was like, shucks, you know, maybe I should have asked. <laughs> <laughs> I could have. So you didn't find a gun, did you? Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. Do you have another business where you actually sell stuff that you find? Um, I kind of just do it on Facebook Marketplace and stuff. What I wanted to do is kind of yeah, open up like a, another Instagram store, like a little thrift store or something. Yeah, like J Four store. Yeah, J Four kind of goes with everything. Yeah, you know. But um, I do have a storage right now that I sell stuff out out of. But it's it's hard sometimes because the timing, right? Like mm. I don't have time to do all of these things because everything that I do with work and personal life, everything is just so time consuming. Do you find yourself throwing away some stuff that you, you actually sell? Um, if it's salvageable, you know, we'll, we'll give it away. We'll do things on our Instagram, like free Friday. I haven't done it in a while, but free mm. Friday, you know, it's like, whatever you guys, if you guys want this, you know, come pick it up. Yeah. Come take it. You know? Like I have a cousin that bids on, um, container, um, storage containers. Really? Via online. I looked into that too. Yeah. And he, he finds a lot of stuff, but at the same time, he has a lot of junk to throw away after mm-hmm. he inherits that, that oh, storage that's right. locker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he finds amazing stuff, you know. And what he does too, if he finds jewelry or whatever like that too, he tries to find the owner because mm. they might want it back, you know, like yeah, a wedding that. ring or whatever kind of stuff mm-hmm. like that. But um, he does that here in Hawaii. Yeah, I remember I was there. At, I was at a storage once. I was helping a client move stuff into a storage, and then they had an auction going on during that thing. So I was like kind of checking them out. But there's kind of a lot of people that still, I guess because Storage Wars, right? Kind of. Yeah, mm, it's yeah, popular yeah, yeah. during the time. It, but, it's still kind of going. Like there's a lot of people that still do it. But his one is even more interesting because it's not a storage room. It's a house yeah. or an apartment house, complex apartment. or, you know. that's So okay, I, I want to make sure I understand this. So somebody calls you up, says, Jamon, I need you to come to a house that I just sold. And they got to take everything out. Mm-hmm. So you walk in the house and you go, okay, I'm going to need like four trucks maybe to handle this. You give them a, okay, this is how much it's going to cost us to take all this crap out of your house. Right, right. And then on the day, they just got to not be there. You bring your crew and you just start ripping shit out of the walls <laughs> and like just throwing it in a big truck. And no, you're not, you you're not demolishing anything. You're yeah, just taking stuff that's removable. Remo- Whatever's not right? attached yeah. to the house, yeah. basically. Yeah. But that's, yeah. bro, that's a lot of stuff, bro. That's rugs. Yeah, that's, but that's not I like mean, breaking down drywall like or anything stuff, like that. The, you, know? you know what I mean? No, yeah. but that's, it's still, it's uh, this room alone. And it's not a very big room. Mm-hmm. It, it has a lot of stuff in it, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that, you know what I mean? That's, that's the part that's kind of blowing my mind is you've got these crews that walk into a house, like you, walk into a room and go, okay, wrap everything like throw it out of the house well, it's also like you got to calculate okay this is two truck loads this is right yeah right. that's the estimate yeah, yeah. 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 It's just yeah. so how long have you been doing this she's this so june will be five years okay so you Wait. started this business when you were you very young yeah so i, I started real estate too when i was 21 so oh. i got into real estate man i didn't know you were that what? young dude yeah. what makes you so unusually driven to do these things at that age you know it's i always had the hustler mindset Ever since I was a kid, um, I sell, I sold candy and musubis when I was 13 years old. 
What, out of I, your backpack at school? Yeah, out of my backpack at school. We used to have the 99 <laughs> wow. cent, the 99 cent Marukai store in Winard Mall. Yeah. And, you know, as a kid, I didn't have much money too. So, I mean, it, was, it wasn't the right thing to do, but I did steal some candy and I did buy some candy, you know, so I didn't make it seem like I was stealing. You know what I mean? So I had to offset. I had to offset a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Whatever, whatever I'm not I stole. stealing I, as much <laughs> as I could be. But we used to have the, the dollar bags. Yeah. I remember, I used to cut it up to those bags into four little bags and sell each bag for a dollar kind of thing. What would be inside? Oh, like, um, like sour belts or, you know, those kinds of candies. Adli Himoy inside. You ever got busted from the school principal and stuff? I didn't. He never did. I used to make musubis in the morning, like 20. I used to go to the game room in the morning before school and almost sell out. Everybody wanted breakfast, right? And at recess, I would have the candy that I stole <laughs> and sell it. Everybody would be like, oh, what you get? What you get? I get Snickers, Twix, whatever you need. You need the open candy up the bag. drug dealer. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. And Thank that's God you started. use your powers for good and not yeah, for evil, man. You had the raincoat and you're like, what do you guys want? <laughs> Snickers on this side and Twix. Wait, so I had a huge bag. Too. What, you had you, a what did you bag. grow up? You grew up in Kaneway? Kaneway. So yeah. you, where did you go to school? Uh, King Intermediate, Castle. Oh, Castle. King. Yeah, King and Castle. Yeah, I kind, of, I kind of went around. I mean, a little bit backstory on me. So why I got into real estate too is my mom. My mom was a real estate broker. My aunties, they had a lending company. Okay. Um, you ever heard of Infinity Mortgage? Yeah, I've heard of Infinity Mortgage. So that, that's my family. That's oh, okay, my aunties. Okay, okay. It was run by all women. So my grandma had five daughters. Wow. It was run by all women. Um, early 2000s. My mom was a broker. And my mom had a lot of property too. But then, you know, like, she's such a nice person, you know, kind-hearted person. Like, she would rent all these houses. People wouldn't pay rent. She would mm. kind of take over that cost. It accumulated. Mm. And she basically lost everything. Mm. Oh. So foreclosure, everything, you know, and that's why I started real estate. I was like, oh, shoot, you know, she did it. I'm going to get into it, too. And then that's kind of where the hustler mindset kind of came into is because, you know, it's like at that time I was young when she lost everything. And so I knew I had to get stuff for my own. So I kind of. It, a lot of a lot of realtors uh, do end up finding because there's a lot of like I always tell people when you go into real estate, it's not just selling houses. There's so many like pieces to it, like the junk removal mm -hmm. stuff, cleaning, there's a, uh, you know, termite inspection, landscaping, landscaping survey, painting, everything. you know, there's so many things. So people go like, a lot of people think like, man, I can never find a good plumber or whatever, right? And then they start their own little, cause they, they see that there's a need for it and then mm. they'll do their own yeah. thing, you know? There's a realtor that runs like um, senior care kind of stuff because he saw that, you know, there's not good senior care, you know? So he's, uh, that's a bigger level but but what's interesting but, is his business can even make even more different businesses from it mm -hmm. yeah you know what i mean yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's just a matter of time and, yeah, and, so and resources to figure it out right we do a little bit of everything too we yeah. do a little bit of demo a little bit of moving you know a little bit of landscaping we just added power washing to you know oh, the yeah. list Jeez. yeah, yeah. You know, so. where did you where did you find all i mean what made you decide on the junk removal thing so real estate. No, no but I mean, because uh, like he was saying, right? Everybody's trying to find somebody. Mm. So why did you go with junk removal as opposed to, I don't know, painting houses as opposed to, you know what I mean? I the mean, handyman guy or whatever. Just, you know, just kind of looking at it like the, it's, it's always a different, something different. Yeah. And removing junk doesn't necessarily mean it's junk. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, I thought to my head, like how I think, I think a few steps ahead of everything. Yeah. So I think like, I could get into junk removal. Oh, but wait, you know, I see it on TV too. Like people go searching in houses or whatnot, you know, American pickers, there could be something that you can mm -hmm. find that's worth oh, money. Oh, so you had a little yeah. bit of that in you, you know? too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought, yeah. I mean, I've, I've always thought about that too, buying storage units or whatever. Yeah. But then I, when I think. Buy through, metal I, detectors. Buy metal detectors. <laughs> but then John goes, I'm too lazy. Yeah. I don't want to go yeah, through Yeah, I always, yeah. I always get to the point where like, okay, at some point, I got to deal with all this stuff. <laughs> like, I have to put it somewhere. I got to sort through it. <laughs> gotta explain yeah, my, gotta I got to explain to my wife why I bought another yeah, one of yeah, these yeah, things. Yeah. So, so then, then it kind of dies. But yeah. he, he <laughs> had the, the, you know, wherewithal to follow through with it. There's so, so many. The, you could have been such a rich man, John, if you had just <laughs> followed through with just even a couple of these I know, things. I know. <laughs> yeah. I have ideas. I have ideas. But sorry. So just a, just a PSA, though. And maybe you can confirm for, for us. Selling stuff on Facebook Marketplace, you got to kind of know what you're doing. 
Because there's a lot of scams out there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can kind of tell which ones are scams and stuff. Like when people are like, oh, send me your number. Okay, I'll call you. I'll send you this code. This and that. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Send you know, this yeah. code? Yeah, no, send you the code. Let me know what the code is. Yeah. You know? like, no, so, so this happened to me last year year before. I was selling a house and the guy moved to Pittsburgh or something. And so I was like, oh, I'll sell your stuff on Facebook. I agreed to sell this stuff on Facebook Marketplace. Never again. So he had some stuff. So I put it on Facebook Marketplace and immediately get this message like oh i'm I'm interested you know i want to mm-hmm. buy it <clears throat> so i'm like okay and then they go like um do you use this app and it wasn't venmo or paypal it was some other app can't remember what it, what it was cash app God, it wasn't cash app but then anyway my friend my friend had the app so i'm like well why don't you just pay this guy with it and then he can pay me back and i'll you know come get it grab it or whatever but then what happens is they they say they sent you the money and you get an email and it says in order to get the money out or something, you need to put in your code. Okay. And they're like, yeah, we need this code or something like that. But then when you look at the email, there's no, the code wasn't there. And so, so now all three of us are in this text chain going the back and forth trying to figure out this code. And then finally, I'm like, you know what? I will just give you back the money. Where are you? And they're like, no, they're just, and they kept pushing me to like try to get the code. I'm like, and at a certain point I go, I will drive anywhere on this island right now and hand you your $50 back or whatever. And they wouldn't do it. I'm like, wait a minute. So then we looked it up and it was a scam. Mm-hmm. So but, wait, but what is like, the scam part of it? The scam part of it I is think, they want this code. Yeah, they but, want, you know? I, don't, I don't know exactly. I think you're, they want you to log into that thing and put in some kind of code or, or give them a code or something. Yeah, I think or they get your yeah, information from putting in the code or okay, something. Okay, John, if, it's, yeah. if you're going to do a PSA, you have to explain what the PSA is. Because <laughs> people are like, no, going, wait, a code? And then if someone asks you be... for a code, just say, it's not real. If anybody yeah. asks you for a code. <laughs> the code, I've had people that are like, oh, even with junk removal too, they're like, oh, can you remove this? I'm not home right now, but you know, if you send oh, me, you know oh, what I mean? That's, that's the worst. Yeah, it's like, I was like, I didn't even reply back. Did you so, bring back yeah. the junk? Or oh, you should just remove it and bring back the junk the next day. If the next <laughs> it was day. Like, no, but you can tell like the picture they sent is like on the internet. It's an internet picture oh, of junk. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. a picture. That's like that, uh, that's like that lady who got her entire um, driveway removed. Did you see that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Old, yeah. A, con- a, a yeah. guy came by her house and said, oh, we're going to do... Uh, uh, he a told demo, the contractor, yeah. he's the contractor, we're doing a demo and... Uh, we're gonna pay you this much. Then they overpaid. They said, "Okay, give us back the money, and then go do the thing." So the guy went, demoed, removed the driveway. But it turns out it was this lady's house. Wrong and so house. the guy gets the money. The guy gets the money from the scam, and then this she contractor loses removes the whole thing. She comes back home, goes, "What the hell is my driveway?" <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, sorry, right." And then yeah. they gotta replace her driveway, so he's out the money for doing the driveway. So, oh, and the scam happens both ways. So it was just, it was crazy, man. So I was I, like, "What?" I gotta ask this question. So you you go to a, let's say a, a place to remove junk mm-hmm. that the owner knows that that's what you're gonna remove. Did you ever find anything underneath, inside the walls, or something that they never <laughs> knew existed? Nothing. We don't go inside the structure. You know what I mean? We cannot really. Whatever is just outside. Yeah. Basically. Well, did you did you find like cash in a couch or something? Not like yet. Ah. Not yet. I mean, waiting for it. Waiting yeah, for it. Yeah, right? you, know, like, you know, like even behind an old picture, you crack the frame and there's like something hidden yeah, in the back. Yeah. And... Not yet. Not okay. yet. I mean, we found some interesting stuff though. You know, like people. <laughs> it's weird like in like a little bag there's like fingernails and then oh. yeah it's like hair and stuff i'm like oh you know what Found like that? there was one we did it was like she had all of her cat's ashes which was crazy she had like 13 cat urns oh and stuff it's in like it. oh, shucks. <laughs> so so far oh. you haven't found anything that was like was more like stuff that you really what really was kind of junk not so yeah i haven't found cash yet i yeah. mean that's I mean, kind of what's to know. Did you find anything of value? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's interesting. <laughs> no, it, 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 I found like, jewelry I, and gold. There's a lot of yeah, 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 but, but like significant stuff like like something in the cat ashes could have been something better than cat ashes. Right, <laughs> right. Sometimes, sometimes, I mean, we do a lot of places with like books and stuff because I know people too, they hide yeah. stuff in books, but uh, it's like going through all of that is a lot of time too. Yeah, sometimes, yeah, yeah. you know, in our in our moment, we're just like, she's kind of grabbing gold. Yeah. Right? Like, you gotta so, you gotta pick your battles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be so interesting to if you did open a thrift store of. I mean, of yeah, stuff yeah, you find, a, you know? I mean, actually, and you never to. know what you get because in between things or 
inside something you purchase, you never know what's in it. Mm-hmm. You know. How, how why? Why? Why would you bring a guy who sells junk or takes care of junk stuff and have Kyle here? Last week would have been perfect. And then all this kind of stuff. Kyle's like gonna have him open up a store. Yeah. See, like, no, I, was, I, was, I was thinking about doing that too. Yeah. yeah like, I mean, more so idea. towards like on Instagram or something, right? Because everybody that's you can connect to everybody. Yeah. Right? yeah. Well, Instagram, Facebook Marketplace and stuff, Craigslist, <laughs> but they kind of limit you Facebook to what I've noticed. Oh. I mean, when I try you know um post something it's like oh you cannot you can only do so much for the day or oh, something you know what i mean i'm like oh, that kind of like holds me back i even, gotta wait another day you could even pre-sell junk like hey you guys i'm gonna take out stuff from this house today first bitter that says have it jump to your house you know, it's, it's someone's <laughs> private property you know yeah. it's, tr- it's rubbish yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, well, I mean it's rubbish. Yeah. Okay, so one yeah. of the more interesting ones that I did was uh, we had this house where the husband had passed away and he was married, but that wasn't his first wife. And he never updated his will. Mm. So when he passed away, that house actually belonged wife. to the kids from the first wife, not oh. the second wife. So they said, um, they told the second wife, we're going to sell the house. Um, but you can have whatever's in the house, mm-hmm. you know. T- and she just literally like packed the suitcase and walked out. So when we got there, it was a full house. Like it was as if, you someone know, someone, imagine yeah. so you were living wow. in a house. Someone just packed one suitcase and left. Like she left the car. Oh. She left everything. <laughs> wow. So where so did the car go? We donated it to Kidney Cars. Well, it wasn't really something that Wait, you what did the kids keep. do? The kids didn't want to do The kids it. all live on the mainland. Oh. So they weren't here. Did so you keep all the Aloha shirts in the closet? No, I. I Why didn't you call Kyle? I think that's the more important well, I mean, thing. This is this was a long time ago. This is probably two thousand five or something mm. like that. So you know, I was about to say, why didn't you call me? Uh, <laughs> 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 He's still stealing candy from the Woodward Mall. <laughs> You're too like young to work. <laughs> yeah. You're just hustling. <laughs> yeah, but that I mean, so that kind of stuff happens, you know, every once in a while. There's another one where we sold a house. There's a Japanese company owned the house. A very nice house. But then the company in Japan had shut down. So that house was where like the president that was when of the Hawaii, stay. they would stay. Yeah. And then he just left. Yeah. And then it was like, I had to basically pack up that whole house. Like we, I moved a whole bunch of stuff into the garage. And then it's like, what are we going to do with all this stuff? Like it's good, valuable stuff. Mm-hmm. Like do we auction it or, you know, whatever. I can't even remember what we did with it. So long ago, right? You're, you're such a good person, John. Because I would have just tried to take as much of that stuff that I could that was worth anything it, and it, just keep it. You know, it. It's, it's weird. Like, or call us and go, hey, you, wanna, yeah. you want some really cool shit from a job, really expensive Japanese house? Yeah, but it's all stuff like, oh, oh yeah, he had like golf. They left the golf clubs, I remember. And then, you know, they had vases and Thanks, all, all John. Kind of art. You know, yeah. John, it doesn't oh, mean anything. I know, John's like, no, need anything like that. But yeah. it's too it's funny like, and everything. But, you know, I just, for for some reason, like, I I never take anything from the properties that I, that I list. Mm. I don't know why. But I mean, if, if, if I went with Jamon and I was helping him dump stuff, I would definitely, you know, if there's something interesting, put it, you know, take it with me. But but when I'm working on a property, I'm like, hey, this is not, I don't know, for some reason. Me and John like vintage Aloha shirts oh yeah oh so if you ever yeah. come across a closet and you need to sell some stuff <laughs> we'll take a look Gee, there was one that we came across yeah. it was like last year ending of last year i think we did a youtube video on it um that's what i want to try too is try to get to youtube too but geez another thing that's time consuming <laughs> yeah. right and i was like geez, yeah. i want to take up so much things yeah. it's just like i don't have the time to do it because it's just me you know what i mean yeah. i do things like when it comes to the paperwork the est- estimates invoices you know the marketing advertising the video instagram social all that kind of stuff is on me yeah. all my guys do is just more so on the working side right yeah mm-hmm. so it's very time consuming so you're not married yet no i think that's what we got to work on then yeah <laughs> find a wife who's as industrious as industrious as yeah, you yeah, 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 yeah. run the thrift store yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys would be an unstoppable team man what, what's crazy is i so i do other things too so real estate the removal i um do car auctions too i buy and sell cars from the auction i breed huh. dogs i breed have dogs. Po- what pocket, kind of dogs pocket bullies wow oh, really yeah okay yeah. explain for people if they don't know what a pocket, what a bully, pocket is. bully is so a pocket bully is basically it's crossbred okay it's a, so it's like a miniature pit bull bully kind of thing so my the the pocket bullies itself so there's nano there's micro there's pocket 
classic standard oh extra my large God, X, I didn't know that there was what? This. So there's different classifications. Okay, so pocket isn't the smallest then. No. Nano is the smallest now, which it sucks because like the dogs they, they crossbred, you know, it's like they're not very functional dogs. Yeah. Mm. Oh. After they get under pocket, you know, it's like they have a shorter lifespan, you know, harder time breathing. Yeah. Harder, you know what I mean? Because they're just making them just for looks now. You That's know? sad. So my dogs, they're functional dogs. You know, they're very athletic dogs. How long do they live on average? Uh, around 8 to 10. Oh, But then okay. as you get smaller, they're less and less. Wow. You know what I mean? Which is kind of opposite though. Smaller dogs usually live longer than yeah, bigger dogs. but they're like but... modifying, genetically modifying them. Yeah, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, well, yeah, are they yeah. crossbreeding them with another breed? Or is it just they find the smallest pit bulls they can find yeah yeah so I, I don't know how the nanos are honestly like i don't know what they've been breeding them chihuahua with. it's crazy because I mean, no, they're like uh, like what how big are they like sorry i'm holding my hands <laughs> no, apart here. so um a nano is considered eight inches or below um wow. what full grown yeah so eight inches from the withers to the ground so from the their shoulder blades right to the, the bottom of that the feet. That is tiny. What? That's like 8 inches, right? So, <laughs> nano. That's super small. And then, micro gets up to 12 inches. And then, pockets are 13 to 16 inches. So, my dogs are around 12, 13 inches uh, tall. How many pounds are on? Um, my boy is around 70 pounds. 70 Ooh, some, pounds? Yeah. Yes. He's dogs, a, he's, bro. Yeah. He's, yeah? Yeah. He's oh, very... Muscle. How much is like, a... Can we ask how much Yeah, yeah. So, are? my female is actually... From Venom Line. So Venom Line is from Florida, a very world-renowned uh, bloodline of dogs. And then when she was born down here with a breeder, he only had a hand. There was only a handful of people that had the bloodline, and he was one of them. So mm. I wanted them because I following. I was following them for a long time, mm. but I ended up paying thirteen thousand for. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So when you have puppies to sell, are they thirteen thousand dollars a dog? Um. They're not because, like, you can get those prices if you're an established yeah. or breeder, right? You got established breeding. But, like, me, I I had a litter. Um, I sold my puppies for around five to seven. Of course, they're not as purebred. That's yeah, what, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm, that's what I'm working towards is getting more pure oh, to the okay. venom line and stuff, yeah. Wow. Holy crap, you do a lot of stuff. Yeah. 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 Okay, so I have a question for you. Okay. If you that's had to choose one job... <laughs> that you like the most, and just out of all doing, of the things, yeah, that yeah. I, and, and combine mix them all that money for that one job. What would it be then? It'll probably be the removal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's, like I said, there's there's so much more routes to it too. You know. Yeah. On top of the selling stuff, and you know, I like that every time that we go into a removal, it's something new. You know, it's not the same thing on the job, same nine to five. Yeah. I got to come in do the same mm. thing, and it's like I'm bored of it. I'm sick of it. I got to do this the rest of my life, right? Uh, when you do a removal, there's always something different. You have to go to a hoarder's one yet? Oh, I've done many. That was kind of gross, yeah, probably. Yeah, it's 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 gross, but it's nothing we haven't seen before. Oh, yeah? You know, when it comes to those hoarder homes, it's you get into a mindset. It's just like grab and go because it's, it's very overwhelming, yeah. right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. You just got to pick up and grab and go. Like, do you you guys just, think I mean, do you have to mask up and put oh, the yeah. whole suit? And We don't put full hazmat suit unless we have to because yeah. it's super hot. Yeah. Thing too, right? so, yeah. But we're going to mask up, glove up, long sleeve, pants, you know, steel toes. Because you never know yeah, what, what comes out of that kind of place. Yeah, yeah. It's, there's, there's, I, uh, a lot, there's more hoarder houses than you think. And what about like the chemical removal? Like you find old paint thinner and, you know, buckets of God yeah. knows what. How we do you, try not to do those, yeah. So I mean, that's you, the hardest If you see part. it, you go, no, thank you. We're not going to yeah, do Yeah, I mean, if it's dried up, it's easier. Yeah. You know, because <laughs> it's... Like to remove it and dispose of it like properly, right? There's, um, I think once or twice a month they have a chemical removal place on the island that you can dump your chemicals. Okay. If you do it properly, right? Yeah. But, but I know some people they back up and just yeah, <laughs> just try yeah. to dump. But, yeah. But it, that's why, yeah, that's one of the hardest things to kind of dispose of because we're stuck with it now too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so like some of the other vendors, they don't they don't take at all. Yeah, and they yeah. won't take concrete either. Well, why why not concrete? Um, you know we take like, concrete. like bricks and stuff. Yeah, is it I just mean it's just heavy? a different no the weight. I mean it's just a different disposal as well. You cannot where we all go to is the refuse station, the transfer stations, right? Like PVT or Kehi or um, Kailua Kapaa. You know those are the main transfer stations on the island for us commercial. Is there removals? 
other stuff like that you can give to like reuse Hawaii and stuff like reclaim yeah, lumber yeah. and stuff like that. The concrete and stuff. Oh, Actually, and we can oh. recycle it. You know, so like yeah. a lot of people don't want to do it maybe because of the labor that's attached to it. But you know, with me, we do we do it all. Hmm. You know, where do you where do you find all your workers at? Um, some friends. You know, even some family. Like my, I have a younger brother. I have two younger brothers. So why I started this too is you know kind of to help them too growing up. You know, mm-hmm. the stuff that I didn't have. You know, it's kind of, they're kind of like my kids too, right? I got, they don't need um, salt candy and stuff. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, or, That's steal, why I, or steal candy. Steal sell candy. But, you know, just kind of putting that value into them at a younger age, you know, at hard yeah. work. How you know much I mean, younger are they than you? Um, the one under me is turning 21 tomorrow, actually. Oh, wow. And then the youngest is 16. And you're oh. how old? Uh, 29. Oh wow! So you're still big a young guy. Are they years. are they on that career path, or they're just doing it right now, just just to, you know help you out? Oh, just think about when you were 16, what you were right. thinking about. Yeah, but well, I don't know. He don't was know, thinking man. about yeah, what new candy boy going to steal <laughs> you know and what? sell in a store. 16, and I was doing his job and scoring stuff like that, and yeah. I'll be like, this is the job I'm going to do for the rest of my yeah. life, you know? And it's cool at that yeah. age too. It's like you know. Kind of working with your fam- family, you know, like, of course, I try to make the work environment a great place to work in. That's why, yeah. you know, especially with my other workers to, you know, have it like a family. I'm a family man, too. So kind of everything mm-hmm. with that family feeling, you know, make you want to come to work and come have fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. The work shouldn't always be work, but, you know, we have fun while we're doing it, too. Yeah. And how is your mom now? Is she around um, still? No, no, no. She's all right. I mean, she does some small stuff here yeah. and there. Yeah. Not as... You know, like she used to do before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, but that's okay. Yeah. Oh, good, good. Okay, so the other thing that uh, I wanted to just touch on is this uh, training in Bra- Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Okay. How long have you been doing that? Well, I've been actually training uh, martial arts since I was thirteen. Okay. Um, when it comes to Jiu-Jitsu, wrestling, and stuff, more so serious in the past six, seven years. What, what did you train before that? I uh, did boxing, kickboxing, a little bit of taekwondo. Okay. Yeah. Wow. But uh, you are actually one of the guys that have gone and comp- competed mm-hmm. and done some of the tournaments and stuff. Jiu-jitsu, right? Right, right, right. Ro- rolling and stuff like that. That must be pretty intense, right? It is. You know, it is very intense, especially the nerves. Nobody wants to lose in front of your friends and family, <laughs> right? And like other people, like the other people I don't really care about, but you know, just seeing the, the people that really do care, you know what I mean? That care about you and kind of you want to perform for them, but it, it is a different feeling. Yeah, because uh, jiu-jitsu is not, uh, at least you're not getting punched in the face. Right, right. But at the same time, it is a pretty um aggressive sport and there is a clear victor right it's mm-hmm. not like um so when you do your tournaments is it a t- is that like time limit points or is it because uh, submission obviously is a win right. right but how else do they judge that thing I- i've never watched the full is it the like the nada tournaments and stuff you do um i did ibjjf in vegas so those are the world tournaments right? oh okay the, everybody in the world goes to uh, i did fight to win to um on the stage like hawaii convention center that's, yeah, Naga tournaments as well. Yeah. And what, what school do you train at? Uh, Gracie Technics mm-hmm. in, in Kalihi. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the same gym like Max Holloway that I'm training at. Oh, stuff. okay. But, but uh, yeah, so how, how do they score the jiu-jitsu stuff? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know much about competitive jiu-jitsu. Oh, about, um, so they score, of course, submission, um, the points, if you take down the control. So it is a points-driven kind of thing if you cannot submit within a time frame okay okay kind so of it's kind of, kind of like wrestling yeah yeah, yeah kind of kind of like wrestling yeah okay it goes to the mat as, or to the floor as soon as you can right because then you can get up on top or right right right, right. yeah so they do certain positions you know like how if you take down and but control it, you know, belly. I, guess, I guess the judges know but because i mean you can be on your back and still be in a dominant position right jujitsu you can yeah. if that's your game yeah yeah, a lot of people they have the game like that, or they have a more. So, I watched some competitions recently, and they're not even wearing gi anymore. They're all wearing like lycra and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, no right? gi. Yeah. So no now gi. it's all no gi in competition. Nah, no, they have, they still have gi. Gi is traditional, right? Yeah. So is, mean, is it a different type of contest, or I mean, it's a different type of tournament then? It's kind of the same. It's just still score. Th- it's harder to score things too, and harder to. Um, 
submit, you know, because when you have a gi, there's always something to hold on to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No gi is like wrestling. You know what I mean? There's no nothing to hold on to. Now you just got your limbs, you know? Mm-hmm. So what do you prefer to, to Oh, I'm a no gi guy. No gi. Yeah. yeah. It's more it's more um, practical. Yeah. You know, we get into a street fight, whatever. I'm not going to grab onto your shirt. I'm not going to grab onto <laughs> your pants, You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, do you think uh, you train out there? Do you think uh, Holloway... He's, he, it's coming up, right? Gaethje. Gaethje. Uh, That's a tough fight. That's a huge fight. Because isn't Gaethje 155 and up? He is. So he he's is. a bigger dude. He is. Yeah, he's so Max is going up a weight class, right? Oh. Just like how when he fought Dustin Poirier. Yeah, 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 yeah. He went up weight class. But the thing is, so Justin Gaethje is actually one of my favorite fighters too. Oh, really? Oh. He's just, because he's pure violence. Yeah. yeah. yeah Honestly, yeah. like when you watch him, it's always an exciting fight. There's always... How are you going to cheer for that fight? Then, I know, man? that's why... <laughs> it's, it's gonna be hard you know well, wait where's where is he from i'm sorry i am not mma i don't do any of that stuff i just know some of the terminologies so mm-hmm. and i know max holloway because he's from here but uh who who is this keichi guy yeah, yeah. is he from japan is he he's from, from like colorado i think oh. so denver colorado he's a you know a white guy yeah. you know you would look at him you would think like no way this guy fight <laughs> yeah. he's like somebody yeah. you never thought he used to be a social worker what? before yeah. he got into fighting nice guy and all that and then yeah but when you see him in fighting you'll be like oh my gosh this guy's a scary dude so he's, when you say like he fights violently mm-hmm. uh when you put that in jujitsu terms because there's no striking technically right, right it's right, mostly right. grappling so well, well, yeah. when you say well this violent, well this fight's going to be an mma fight yeah this is MMA. well yeah yeah but i mean in terms of uh, when you so he does more sh- striking now, or he mixes and matches. Is it the what is it about it that seems that more violent? violent? Yeah, that makes well, it's just how he fights too. Everything that he hits you with is pure like knockout power. Yeah. Every hit is a notable hit. You know, like there is this fight where he fought Edson Barbosa, which is another crazy guy, mm. for his leg kicks and every devastating leg kicks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he made him back up. You know what mm. I mean? He kicks him in a leg. He's launching him in a leg, and he's making him back up, and he doesn't do that. Hmm. Edson Barbosa is the one backing everybody up, chopping their legs, and he ended up knocking him out too. Wow. Yeah, so, like, every hit that you see is just so much power. There's so much intent to knock you out. Is it the torque that he gets, or is it just he, he has better technique when he's striking these guys? He has, he's a boxer, okay. and he's actually a wrestler too. You but know, he, does, he just likes to box. With huh. your knowledge, you ever thought about going in MMA? Yeah, I actually have. You know, I was supposed to do it a, a couple times, but especially with everything that I have going on too, you know, I make this kind of my Art priority train, first, yeah. right, is my livelihood. Yeah. Right? You know, I got to still support myself, my family and everything too. I would love to, you know, and once... <laughs> can, can be uh, clearing houses with broken arm. I know, exactly. <laughs> or broken leg, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. I know a lot of guys that fight. So I have a lot of friends that are professional fighters, amateur fighters and all that too, you know, and that's their job is fighting. Mm-hmm. that's not my job you know what i mean mm-hmm. like uh, what's fighting supposed to be is it's an opportunity it's not a career you know you get the opportunity for bigger things and then like how you see ronda rousey and conor mcgregor getting into movies and all that yeah. kind of stuff it's just a stepping stone basically for them yeah. and their platform because having a career of fighting it just you know kind of takes you back years of your life yeah you know so yeah because you gotta cut weight you gotta right there's the dieting and i mean the training and you get to the point where you fight jake paul and then you retire after that yeah yeah you know, that's, <laughs> that's what it's about is getting right? the bag right yeah. now you know it's just, just making that. the money and then yeah. doing something else well, no, the jake paul thing still freaks i don't i don't understand that I question dude. everything people about keep that making one, people keep having fights I mean, with him and they make tons of money and then they yeah. just he just sister clowning him for like 45 minutes but the bottom line is he hits really hard you know so even even with uh, a short amount of training he's you know still can punch yeah I think with boxing too it's kind of scripted too yeah Yeah. Yeah. you think so yeah Yeah, if if somebody told me like if you told me Kyle I like punch you in the face as hard I can but I'm gonna make you retire after that I'll be like alright then John (laughs) (laughs) it depends on who's punching me though yeah yeah, I guess. But I guess if you're used to getting punched in the face, taking a punch you, from Jake I don't know if you Paul, ever get used, used to being punched in the face, face man. <laughs> well, they say, right, there's two types of people, right? There's the there's a person who gets punched in the face and they go, oh, I'm not going to punch this guy harder now. Like, that hurt. I, I want to hurt him. 
Huh. And there's a guy that get punched in the face and go, "Oh, that hurts! I don't want to do this. <laughs> I don't. I don't that'd get punched." Be you. Again, you know? That'd be actually the three of us. Yeah. That's, the, that's the mindset you have. You know, it's either you're going in or you're backing away. Yeah. Once mm. you get hit in the face, that kind of tells you who you are mm. at that moment. What kind of what you're feeling? Mm. You I know? don't think I need to, to actually do it to understand <laughs> what I am. Just pretty, I'm pretty sure to, this is the backup one. Pretty clear, I'm pretty clear I know which way, actually, direction I'm going. not even into the ring. Yeah, you're like, yeah. Ah, you're, you know, but you good. know the MMA, um, <laughs> the MMA in Hawaii now, like we grew up in a Super Bowl age mm-hmm. and you know all that, you know, with Egan and you know that whole Mayhem Miller right, days right. and stuff like that. Is there something equivalent that's going on in, in Hawaii like that now? Um, I mean, they still have, they have like Destiny MMA, um, Rising Kings. But it's not NBC Arena sold out. Yeah, it's nothing crazy. I mean, like what Max was trying to do is get UFC to Hawaii. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Have a UFC. That would be huge. Yeah, without the stadium now, it's even harder now. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it sucks because to see all the talent that we have. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. it's not being, because I have, like I said, I have a lot of friends that, you know, are very talented. They've been on the UFC they've been on the UFC contender series but if you cannot really keep up or you cannot really perform how they want you to then you're going to get cut you know yeah. that's just that's that's what sucks about fighting is you have to be an interesting fighter okay that that makes it sound like mm like WWE bro like there's a there's an entertainment there, there's factor a, yeah, to there it that a, they're expecting there's a little bit of that nowadays mm-hmm. you can't just be a good fighter you well UFC owns WWE they own everything. Right? Yep. They own all the small organizations yeah. around the nation. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, it is becoming a little bit of that. But um, but at the same time, there are smaller organizations that are popping up all over to compete too, right? Mm-hmm. Feeder, Basically feeder organizations. I think so. it's funny that the two of you are so into fighting, but neither of you would ever get in a fight in a million <laughs> oh, years. Yeah, never. Like, I could never get either of you into a ring to fight anybody. No. And you guys talk about MMA and all this stuff, and I'm like, well, that's why what? I like it because and then I like sit he's there. here and he's an actual guy who fights. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sitting on the end going, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I just know people. You know, for the last five minutes, we'll talk about Star Trek. <laughs> so Devin can no, be but, happy. But I like fighting because I sit there and I go like, oh, there's no way I could do that. Like, so I have such uh, admiration, admiration but for bro, what these guys are doing. You know. You can play that Street Fighter game outside pretty good, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can play, you, I can play Street doing Fighter. Doing a good job with that. But it's just like, you know, you go to a museum and you watch art because you think, like, man, I could, I could never paint like that or whatever. Like, I watch MMA thinking, like, oh, man, look at the, how this guy moves and how he strikes. Not I, I could I, do I that. Could never, mm-hmm. I could never do this. Never in a million years. You, you know, know so. what's the biggest difference I see with MMA now? And mm-hmm. I, I guess Mookie could hate for this, but, you know, I... I when I was a kid, I did Kempo, right? Universal mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And you learn about, like, martial arts and you learn about, like, uh, respect right. and honor. What? And all that You learned respect and honor? No, they teach you that, yeah. right? You got to learn. You have a discipline. <laughs> Kyle, right? Kyle wasn't there that day. I know. But I was like, not a, the, you think you missed those lessons. MMA, MMA is, like, like, to me, martial arts, but it's on a different level of... It's more like the top people are not, like true martial artists anymore mm. they're more they're like showmen. they're showmen they're like wwe wrestlers yeah. but can f- actually fight like conor mcgregor and right? it's all about yeah. more like the show non-entertainment and it loses the aspect of the martial arts you know right right the entertainment in fact is bringing in the money though yeah so that's the thing right so like how you say conor mcgregor he yeah. is the cash call oh yeah Dana white's cash yeah. call because that's how you sell out pay-per-views that's how you sell out arenas that's how you're gonna sell out everything that you do you just put up this guy right and then you're gonna yeah. guarantee make money. Yeah. What yeah. sucks about it is the people that are fighting for them, you know, are very underpaid if you're not a cash cow. Yeah. You know mm. what I mean? If you're not a top fighter, you're one of these other contracted fighters, but you're getting paid, you know, fifteen thousand to show, fifteen thousand to win, you know, and that's basically that's your life on the line. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can get hit the wrong way and be brain dead. But you it's interesting because that's I mean, that's the way Dana White was able to make it grow into something that it is what it is now, right? Because he was able to sort of control those lower rungs at these these mm-hmm. numbers that are, I mean, that seem unsustainable in terms of the the people that are coming in and out, like the young guys that are coming in. Mm-hmm. Like to fight for fifteen grand and get your brain scrambled doesn't really make well, a lot of I sense, mean, right? But at the same time, there's guys that do it for hundred fifty bucks. Yeah. Right. And, yeah, and yeah. In, the, in the like the low low level circuits. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. But that's uh, what I mean. Like it, it, it became this uh, uh, 
I don't know. I don't know even really how to describe it because I think boxing was kind of like that as well, yeah, right? Yeah. Like you, you started out and it, it was so well, it was so controlled that unless, like you said, unless you're gonna bring people put butts in the seats, mm-hmm. they're not gonna give you a shot. It well, doesn't you, make any sense. Right? You could be like one of the best MMA fighters, but if you're not marketable or yeah. entertaining to mm-hmm. watch, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. not gonna yeah. elevate, you yeah. know, and yeah. you're not gonna get to the next level, which exactly. is kind of disappointing. But then again, in this world we live in. It goes across the board to music too. Yeah, that's, yeah. Like, that's everything yeah. in life too. Right? But it's, then it's then, all about know, the entertainment. You, you about, uh, uh, this is getting a little deep here, but uh, Fedor Emelianenko, mm. that guy had no personality, but he yeah. just beat the crap out of people and so those bad. Those other guys Wait, I respected What's his back name in again? the day. His name is you know? Fedor Emelianenko, and for a long time he was the the best heavyweight in the world. In yeah. the world, he's really? from Russia. But even if yeah. you look at Ensign and Egan, you know, back in the but day, but that's they like they the but like he's not. Good fighter. Yeah, he, he's not muscular. He just looks like this, like kind of chubby dude. Yeah, he's yeah. not muscular. He's just husky. And, and then, yeah. and then, like he just stands there, like. Yeah, but he just destroyed people. people. When, when really? the, yeah, I'll show you a, a clip after this. But was he a? Was he a? He was an MMA fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the sport oh, progressed so much that even somebody of his caliber now, yeah, would not be able to perform as well. Yeah, I think. yeah. You, know? you gotta, you gotta be able to market yourself. You know, that's yeah. what people want to see. Yeah. Is like. I want to see you fight good, and I want to see like even if you're attractive or you know you just open yeah. up a bigger, broader, mm. you know, fan base. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's just yeah. who you are as a person. If you're, it sucks to say like you know if you look good you'll get farther. If you don't look good, it's like eh, you know. Yeah. I like yeah. some girls you see in the UFC are older, a lot more attractive oh, than right, others, right, right, right. and oh, they yeah. get a lot more. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. Even though they can't fight yeah. as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look how much time his karate hari lost, but she yeah. still gets yeah. top billing every time she fights. You know? Who's that? Well, okay, okay, okay. okay. Oh, yeah. we're getting too much so, in the weeds. Sorry, no, I got I got a hard out. So, oh yeah, 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 real quick, three albums, Desert Island. We've already prepped you on this question, okay. so go. So I'm not gonna. I don't have albums. I'll give artists. Okay, okay. that's okay. So we got Josh Tofi. Oh yeah. Right, okay. Yep. We like Josh. Um, we're trying to get Josh on the show. Yep. Hillsong United. So praise and worship. Oh yeah. Okay. And then the last one is kind of, is kind of tough. Um. I have to go at Laga Sevilla. Oh, oh Lava. Lava. Hmm. all right, okay. Nice. Wow, keeping it, keeping it there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, hey, Jamon, thanks so much for coming on. Sorry, we got to cut it a few minutes early. I got to pick my pick up my daughter from no school. No worries. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me. How can okay. people find you? Oh, so we have socials on Instagram, J4 Removal, or J4 underscore Removal. On Instagram, we have Facebook, or you can just give us a call, 808-754-8895 for all your removal needs. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks, Have a good one. Thank you. Take care. Thanks, everybody.